Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Been grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we're here with Coach Art Berlanga. Man, great guy, uh, involved in some really neat things. And I'm so thankful to have him on this episode of the Success Chronicles. Been excited about getting him on. So first, Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to interview. Thank you for having me, Chip. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Well, let's dive into it. If you don't mind, uh, sharing with the audience, you know, talking a little bit about your story, your journey, and tracking it till now. Absolutely. So I'm from California. I'm central California in the Monterey County. I grew up in the valley. In the, it's called the Salinas Valley. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone, the historians or maybe the activists out there, Cesar Chavez is, is, is a big name, and he's no longer with us, but he, he is a big name when it comes to fighting for, for rights for farm workers, right? Especially people who migrated from Mexico, right? Mexico. And I'm a product of that environment, right? So my, my grandfather was a, was a farm worker. My father picked cotton in Texas, moved to California, worked in the fields here in Central California. It's all, I'm surrounded by all agriculture, right? So we feed all of America with our fruits and vegetables. All, all our produce comes from where I'm from, right? And that's, that's, that's where I grew up, right? So I come from very blue collar, humble, a lot of people who migrated for a better life, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm a second generation American. My father was first generation. He, my, my father is also a, a veteran. He served in the US, US Navy. He's a retired firefighter. But his life, it has to do a lot with who I am today, right? The upbringing of my parents and the guidance I've gotten and I received from them. I have to give them absolute 100% credit, right, where it's due. So my dad has been through some stuff, right? He grew up, he wasn't always raised with the, with the, with the best nourishment, with the best pos positive environment. So he was, he was a student athlete growing up. He was a wrestler mm -hmm. and, 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 and a wrestler, as he used to call it back <laughs> in the day. Right, Coach? You know, you with an A. <laughs> you know that word, wrestler. So, uh, <laughs> I, I come from a very competitive uh, family, right? Where yeah. I, well, my parents were former athletes, but no one in my family, coach, ever graduated from, from, from college. No one in my family ever played a collegiate sport, right? So when I was growing up, I had this desire to play sports. I, I, I fell in love with, and, and with sports. I was a three-sport athlete. I played football, basketball, track and field, and I got to college. I did football and track and field. And awesome. I, everything I've been able to accomplish in my life, right, to get to, to, get to this very moment, it, it all stems from my environment where I grew up, right? And I wanted to be the first one. So I had this, this vision, Coach, to play college football, to play college sport. And I remember being a young teenager coach, I would use Sports Illustrated magazines, and I would cut out pictures of my favorite athletes at that time, right? 
we talk a lot, a vision board is brought up a lot today, right? We're creating a vision for your life and what you want and your goals and your aspirations. But I was doing this before it was even taught in school, right? Before it was even a thing. So I didn't even know what I was doing. I just knew that I had this vision, I had this picture for my future. And this is what I wanted to be. So I'll cut out these, these, these athletes at the time, Charles Woodson, Champ Bailey, Randy Moss, uh, who else was yeah. on there, Gray Bly, like yeah. all these guys I was big fans of. And I, I would cut them out, tape them right next to my bed, coach, right next to where I slept. So every morning and every night, I would envision and stare at these pictures. I would envision myself wearing the uniform, feeling the weight of the helmet on my head, mm -hmm. right? Running into the stadium with the hearing the noise and the sound of the crowd. I began to envision this for my life, right? And I was just a young teenager again at the time. And coach, I would even write out my stats as far as what I wanted to, what, what, I, what my stats to look like before I even got to that level, right? So I did these things. But again, as you know, dreams, it, I like to say dreams are meant for your pillow. Well, if we want it to become a reality, you got to put the work in. You got you to attach action to that vision, right? So I, that's what I did. I attached diligent action. I made some sacrifices, as, as we both know, Coach, and everyone who's watching, the most successful people in our lives, people who, who, who live out their dreams and their passions, have to make certain sacrifices along the way. And the sacrifices I made were my social life, right? Girls, yeah. uh, uh, going to the parties, right? Because I was in bed. I, I used to get, Coach, I used to get made fun of for being in bed by 9 o'clock, yeah. right? Yeah. I used to get made fun of, but, but the reason why I had to be in bed is because I had an early morning. I had to get up at five because I had, a work, I had a workout, I had to train before school. Then I had to go to school all day. Then I had practice. And then I had to do this, the, the study part of it, right? The student of the athlete part of it at night so I could be eligible and, and, and do all that stuff. So I made certain decisions at such a young age, Coach, I don't know where this drive or ambition came from, but I had it within me early. And, and because of that, I was able to fulfill my dream, right? I was able to make my, my dream become a reality. It came to fruition, being the first one in my family to play a collegiate sport, right? And not just one collegiate sport, I played, I did two. I did two at the community college level, and then I went on to the four-year level and just did football. And then also graduate with a degree. No one in my family ever has graduated with a degree. I'm the first one, right? I'm the first educator. I'm the first head football coach. So I've done these things in my life, Coach, where I'm setting barriers, I'm, I'm breaking not only barriers, but I'm setting new levels, right? Yeah. And, and I heard T.D. Jake say this once. I heard him speak. He, he says, new levels bring new devils. Yes. So, so even with all the success and, and, and the leveling up I've been doing, it brings a lot of negativity comes with it too, right? The naysayers, people who, who don't want to see you win. They don't want to see you succeed. And, and, and I just use it as fuel to my fire, right? I use it. I don't really ignore it because I want it. I want it because mm -hmm. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it for my fuel. I'm going to add it as wood to my fire to keep going, to keep burning, to keep this fire that's within me to do even, do, do even more. Because I have two babies, right? I got two young babies. Yeah. I got a four-year-old and I got a 10-month baby girl, right? So I want to live a life coach where when people come across my last name and they see my kids, they said, I got you because of who your father was. Man, you know, um, kind of it gave me chills uh, when you when you said some of those things because all of that stuff that you talked about, I've lived that as well. Uh, you know, I'm a fourth generation educator, and a whole lot of people have loved me. I was able to go back to my hometown and teach and coach and be there, and a lot of people have loved me uh, not because of me and the things I've done, but they've loved me because 
to what my family has done. And that's what you're doing. Like mm-hmm. people are going to love your kids to death and take care of them because of the thing that you've sold into others. And it's, it's so great when you uh, reap those benefits of that. Not, not that you're doing it to, to receive anything from it. You do it from a good hearted place because that's what you're supposed to do. Right. But when you see, it's great to see people love my kid because of what I've done for them. You know, he good coach. Come on. I got him. You know, yeah, I got you. And then the the other phase of that. Now, well, let me ask you this question and then I'll go into telling you this quote I want to tell you. So would you say that in your life, it's a pretty happy place? Very very fulfilling. Okay. And I knew that I knew what the answer would be, but I wanted to hear you say it though. (laughs) But I say that because I have a quote that I say that it came to me. Uh, when I heard you talk about your story and the things and sacrifices that you made, I think of the word discipline, mm. right? And, and, and discipline is the key component. We have to have self-discipline and discipline allows you the freedom to be happy. I'm going to say that one again. Discipline allows you the freedom to be happy. Nice. Yeah, man, it wasn't, it was really hard to get up at five o'clock and do all those workouts. Yeah, man, they was talking about you, man. You was going to sleep at nine to get your rest. You know, they ain't understand why you ain't going to hang out with all the folks. You were just focused on doing your thing. Mm-hmm. I got stuff to do, y'all. I ain't worried about that. Mm-hmm. And so what that's done, that's a perfect example of, and I've lived the same, the same life. You know, that's a perfect example of, you know, being able to self-discipline yourself and then fast forward, it puts you in a place where you're happy. You're proud of the things that you've accomplished. You have no regrets Mm-mm. because you've given everything you got to give. And you know that, like, it is no regrets. Like I could like, man, I wish I wouldn't. No, it's none of that. You know, I man, I should have, it's none of that, <laughs> you know, no, no. I put the work in baby, you know, I strive to give everything I got and give all I have. And I was wholeheartedly focused in. And when you can do that, when you can self-discipline yourself to do that in your life, man, you have no regrets. And I appreciate you sharing, you know, what you did about your story and your journey, because for people that's watching and listening, they need to know that it's important to eliminate those distractions. You know, we don't have to be involved in all of those flashy lights you know, but what we have to hang on to is those core fundamental uh, values or core values, if you will, and just live it out. And it's simple. I'm saying like, just just show up every day, have a great attitude and give your all. Right. I mean, like, like you've done that your whole life, right? You know, like just hearing your story, I'm telling you, man, it gave me chills because I was like, let's go, <laughs> you know, just show up, get up early, show up, have a good attitude, give everything you got. Okay, let's do that tomorrow. Okay, let's do that the next day. You know, it's simple. Well, uh, man, I, you, you, you hit the money for me because I wholeheartedly believe in that. But uh, what's three things you accomplished in your life that you're proud of? Oh, I love that. Before I get into that, Coach, you remind me of something when you were talking about living life with no regrets, right? Mm-hmm. And my coach and mentor, Les Brown, 
he once said to live to live full and then die empty mm. right a lot of people in this life their grave has stolen million dollar dreams and ideas and creativity and passions because people will have lived with this fear of not pursuing what their, their, their greatest and deepest desires that the Lord has placed on our hearts to pursue. It's there for a reason. And people are, are just so afraid, whatever it may be, paradigms, their subconscious and how they were raised or whatever, their environment. Mm-hmm. And, and we're, we're not meant to live this that way. We're meant to fulfill our life through experiencing joy and sharing it with others, right? And, 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 and being around like-minded people like, yourself right coach and and i don't know i just thought about that when you're when you're speaking so i had to yeah. speak thank you thanks for sharing that well the three things coach and i'm very proud of i tell you what i mentioned i, I touched on two of these things earlier was getting my college degree degree mm-hmm. and the reason why that's number one is because that was the hardest thing i ever had to do and the reason why it was the hardest thing i ever had to do because i was never great i'm big on school and class I wasn't. I, the reason why I went to school is because of sports. I wanted to play sports. It wasn't because I wanted to get an education. It was because I, I knew I had to do, do the academic part for me to get onto the field. Right? I knew that. So I did, I did the bare minimum. I was an average student, C, C plus student. And, and I just did whatever I did to just, to, again, just to meet the eligibility requirements so I can play, play some ball. Right? And then it got to a point where, Coach, where I thought I was going to be this I experienced a lot of great success at my, at my university that I was playing at in a small Division II school in Colorado, and I was getting a lot of recognition, and I was balling out. And I started getting some attention from NFL teams and, and scouts, and, and I was having these great matchups against these All-American wideouts, and I was getting the best of them. And so I started getting this attention, Coach, so I was like, I'm about to go to the, I'm about to go to the league, right? So – Coach, I stopped going to class my senior year in college. I essentially dropped out. I essentially dropped out. I still, I, I didn't, I, I didn't drop my classes because I knew I had to have a full time schedule for me to be eligible to play. But coach, I made the decision to instead of going to class, I went to the film room. This is before cell phones and huddle. I had to go to the film room on VHS and I would watch film instead of go to class. I was a full-time football player at that time. This is in 2005, okay? And the reason why I bring that up, Coach, is because I got a 0.0 that semester, right? I I had a 0.0 GPA, okay, because I I, I stopped going to school. And I share that story with you, Coach, because I thought after that semester, I went on and signed an arena football uh, scholarship, arena football contract after that. I played in the arena football league for two years. And – I was like, when that, when that time was over in my life, I had nothing to fall back on. Mm. Nothing. So what did I decide to do, coach? I went and decided, you know what, I, gotta go, I have to go back to school and finish this thing. I, I tried to avoid it. I, tried, I, I did everything I could not to finish. But then my father came back to my mind. Son, whenever you start something, you make sure you finish it. Yeah. Whenever you commit to something, give your word to someone, you see it through. Right? So that came back into my head. That began on, that was on replay. So I enrolled in school. My head coach was still there at the time. So he, hey, he's like, hey, Art, since you're back in the school, we can help you out financially since you're not a player anymore, but we can help you out and you can be part of our coaching staff. We can give you some money to help pay for school so you can finish. So let's do it, coach. So then that's how my passion came from coaching. That's when I knew coaching was the life I wanted to be a part of. So that was my first accomplishment, coach. I know it's a little bit long-winded, but no, gra- graduating, 
graduating from college was the best thing because I, I made a decision, Coach. I said, you know what, what if I put into my academics as I put into sports? Let's see what kind of student I could be then, right? And I did that. I committed myself. Like, let's just see how this thing, let's just rock this thing out. Let's commit and let's see what happens. Coach, I had a 3.8 GPA. I graduated with honors. I'm a, I, now I have a master's degree after that. Here I thought I was never going to finish a four-year degree. Now I have a master's degree, right? And, and graduated with that program with a 3.9 GPA, right? I almost had a 4.0. I only got one B in the whole master's program. So that's just a testament to if you really commit yourself to certain things that's very uncomfortable, you will learn about who you truly are and learn these things about you that you never knew existed, right? I never knew that I was a student. Coach, let me share a quick story with you. I remember being in class and my professor, and I was a type of student coach that I never participated in our class discussions. I was afraid to. And the reason why is because I didn't think I belonged in, a, in an academic intellectual setting amongst my peers. I didn't think I belonged. I didn't think, I, I just thought, I thought my, my strengths were in athletics and sports and that was it. I didn't think I had the intellect to be a part of a group of intellectuals. And my, my professor one day, coach, she, she, she asked me to stay after class and she said, all right, I need to speak with you. I was like, okay. So I, after the last student left, closed the door, she walks towards me. She says, all right, how come you don't participate in our class discussions? And I stood there stunned because I no no professors ever asked me that right. I've, I've been in school for four or five years now, and no professors ever asked me that question. Why I'm just quiet? And I told her I'm, I I I don't have the confidence to speak. I don't think I'm articulate enough. I don't think I'm smart enough, like my classmates are. That's why I don't. That's why I don't share. That's why I don't speak up in class. And she told me this, coach. I never it changed my it changed the trajectory of my life. Are you are smarter, more articulate than you give yourself credit for? Even though you don't believe in yourself, bar my belief until you do. And that changed my life, coach. The very next week, I spoke in class. And, I, and, and it, now, I'm a, coach, I'm a speaker. Come on. I'm a speaker now. What was my, I thought was a weakness and a vulnerability, now end up turning into a strength. Why? Because I, I, I decided to take that fear head on. Right. And now the sphere turned to power. Right. It turned to power. Now I'm using it to influence the youth of America to give back to my communities and, and in education and in coaching. Right. And, and then here we are, you and I talking right now. Why? Because of one person saw something in me that I didn't even know existed. And how many people are walking through life right now where they, they look back in their life, man, I'm so grateful for what I learned from my mother, my father, my teacher or my coach. If, if, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Or maybe at the time they heard it, it, it just didn't quite make sense to, to them, right? At the time, they just weren't mature enough to, to handle the information given to them. So now they're older, they're wiser, they listen with more mature ears, and they're able to receive that information more intentionally. And they say, man, I am so grateful for what I learned from those individuals, right? So that's the number one, that's number one goal, coach. And the thing that I'm very proud of, number two, would have to be a, a collegiate student athlete. Definitely a collegiate student athlete. And the reason why is because I'm the first one in my family to ever do that, right? First one. Coming from where I came from, looking back at my family history, I would be disrespectful towards my family, my parents, if I didn't use the resources, the privilege of having two, both parents at home, right? That's a privilege to have yeah. both parents at home, right? Because we, we grew up in a world today where I teach students, as you teach students, 
and coach kids who have come from broken homes with no father figures in the, in the home, right? To, to show them what it means to be a man, what a man looks like, how a man behaves, how a man approaches his day, how a man treats his woman, right? And all that begins to program us subconsciously because that's our environment, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then we end up eventually become a reflection of that very environment, right? As the cliche goes, you are a product of your environment. It is a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason because it's true, right? So I'm very proud of that, being the first in my family to play a college sport and have some really good success. And then the third thing, coach, would have to be my influence in the world today, my platforms, educator, a head football coach, a speaker. Uh, I'm very proud of that because I look back at my life and, and well, what used to be a mess, or at least what I thought was a mess, now is now turned into my message. You can't spell message without mess. Come on. Let's go, man. I love it. Well, you know, just hearing you talk about uh, your journey, uh, the things that you're proud of, I would consider those to be hugely successful. So let's hit on success. What is your definition of success? It's real simple. If you're living out your passions, successful so if you're li- if you're working if you want to be a stay-at-home mom and you're passionate about it and it brings you a lot of joy and fulfillment that's success to me if you're an educator or a coach and that brings you a lot of joy and fulfillment that's success if you're a business owner aut- entrepreneur that's bringing a lot of joy a lot of passion to your life that's success so if you're living out because there's a lot of people coach who are successful when it comes to dollar signs but they're miserable they're rotting inside right and I'm not about, to me, that's not the definition of success. My definition of success is doing what you're passionate about and living that every single day. Love it, man. But before we get off, if you don't mind sharing with the audience, uh, well, they can follow you and check you out and show you some love. Yes, they can follow me on Instagram. I'm on Twitter at A Coach Berlanga. At A Coach Berlanga. I'm so sorry. At Coach A Berlanga, I'm so I'm an identical twin. So my brother's name Frankie, and my name's Arthur, and and I have to put the my first initial in there. So at a at Coach A Berlanga, and then I have a website also called Win with Coach B. Mm. It's the name of my website. Well, hey, Coach, man, I just want to say thanks so much for coming through uh, and blessing <laughs> the Success Chronicles audience. Uh, mm-hmm. Truly appreciate you. Uh, truly appreciate all that you do, and I wish you continued success. Thank you so much, Coach. It's been an absolute pleasure. I am so grateful. All right. Well, thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.